such a wonderful opportunity and such a privilege for me to be sharing the word of God with you. And my prayer is really for those that are, are listening and welcome to those that have tuned in to listen. My prayer is that the Holy Spirit will come and just bring you such fresh revelation of who you are in Christ and of your relationship with Christ. And, and the thing that I share today, I pray the Holy Spirit will come and just bring to you what you need to be listening to. Something that I've been so aware of, a scripture that I've been so aware of um, during this time that we've been living in, has been in, found in, in Luke 18, where Jesus was teaching his disciples on the perseverance of prayer and how they're not to lose heart. And he tells them the story of the, the woman, the widow, who comes to that unjust judge and, and eventually because of her persistence, he grants her request. But the key scripture that has just made such a profound effect on me is when Jesus says right at the end of that story, reading in verse 8, he says, Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? When the Son of Man comes, Will he find faith on earth? And that really challenged me because I think in this time that we are living in, we are finding it so hard and we are experiencing hardships and people are losing their jobs. They are losing their, their source of income and the, some people's incomes are being halved. And this time that we are living in with this virus and this lockdown has brought so much hardship to people. But do you know what? That in the midst of this, we can lose everything. But it's our faith that is more precious than gold. And what Peter tells us that and teaches us that in the scriptures, when you see in 1 Peter chapter 1 and verse 6 and 7, and I want to read this from the New Living Translation. He says, so be truly glad. There is wonderful joy ahead. And that is such a delightful promise for us today, even in the midst of what we are living in. There is wonderful joy ahead. Even though you've had to endure many trials for a little while, these trials will show that your faith is genuine. It is being tested as fire tests and purifies gold, though your faith is far more precious than mere gold. So when your faith remains strong through many trials, it will bring you much praise and glory and honor on the day when Jesus Christ is revealed to the whole world. How is our faith? Faith is seeing light when all your eyes see is darkness. Faith is seeing light with your heart when all your eyes see is darkness. Who I believe God is and how I believe God works will determine how we react or respond to the trials in our lives, to the disappointments, the hurts, the troubles, the doubts, the fears, the hardships we are experiencing. Who I believe God is and how I believe he is working in times like this will determine how strong my faith will be. And I want to encourage us today, no matter what the circumstances you may find yourself in, it does not change the destiny or the purpose that God has for you. This time we are living in does not take God by surprise. And he has not put his purposes from you or taken his purposes from you and or his word spoken over you. He has not put all that on hold until this time's over and then suddenly it will all start kicking in again. 
God has not done that. His purposes still remain. In the beginning of this year, 2020, when all that prophetic word was released, and when some of us even received prophetic words over our life personally, of what God is wanting to do with us and work through us, and, and the promises he has for us. Just because we've now, the world has gone under lockdown because of the virus, those have not been put on hold. They still exist over us, and God is still committed to seeing that those words will accomplish the purpose for which he has sent them to. So our response during this time is for, to keep our faith strong. Like Jesus said, will he find faith on the earth? And 1 Peter encourages us that our faith is more precious than mere gold and that we, our faith needs to remain strong. So I want to just take this time and I want to encourage us on how we can keep our faith strong during the times that we are living in. And the first thing we have to do is we have to feed our faith with the word of God. In Romans 10, verse 17, I'm reading from the NRV. It says, consequently, faith comes from hearing the message. And the message is heard through the word about Christ. Do you know that there are more than 65 social media platforms and apps available today. And as we are constantly looking for ways to connect and network with each other, especially during this time when social distancing is limited and we are not allowed to connect and we're not allowed to meet together as people and gather together as the body of Christ and the bride of Christ, we are looking for ways to connect with each other. And in this age of digitalization, we have found ways to be socially active on the internet. And you know what? It has changed the way we relate to the world around us. We no longer need the personal handshake or face-to-face -face meeting. We have become more comfortable to share our feelings and laugh on these social media platforms rather than picking up a phone or making a coffee date with a friend via Zoom or, or, or any of these um, um, Microsoft Teams or all these ways. Instead of doing that, it is easy for us just to hide behind the screen. It also affects the way that we relate to God. We open Facebook and we connect on Sundays to the YouTube premium churches that are, are, are giving out, that are putting out services there and the daily devotions that so many churches are doing as well. But it cannot be the only way that we receive from God because it's easy to sit and watch something on a screen where you don't have to actually connect. You just have to watch. It's not wrong, but we have to connect with God personally from his word. We need to know what God is saying to us personally and what he is saying about the times we are living in. We need to ask the questions, Lord, what are you doing and what must I do? The reports in the media carry the news from the world, the world's perspective, but the word of God will give us insight and perspective from God's point of view and surely this is what matters. We need to find the now word of God for our lives personally. The present word of God that he has for you right now is pregnant with God's ability to perform it. Simon Peter found that out in Luke chapter 5 when he'd been fishing all night and they were on the banks of the river. They'd caught nothing and they were mending their nets and Jesus came down and asked to borrow one of the boats because he wanted to preach from it and he jumped into Simon Peter's boat and after he'd finished teaching the crowd, he turned to Simon Peter and he said to him, cast your nets. Peter says to him, 
reading in, in Luke 5 from verse 4 and 5. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into deep waters and let down the nets for a catch. Simon answered, Master, we've worked hard all night and we haven't caught anything. But because you say so, at your word, Lord, I will let down the nets. And he did that and he caught so much abundance that to call the other boats to come and help them. We need to open the word of God, read it and study it for ourselves. God is a communicating God. He wants to communicate with you personally direct. The veil has been torn. We do not have to go through anyone else. We can hear God for ourselves. We need to just make time for him. Feed your faith with the word of God. The second way that we can keep our faith strong during these times that we are living in is to exercise our faith with steps of faith. It says in 2 Corinthians 5 verse 7 in the ESV version, it says, for we walk by faith, not by sight. Our faith will be strengthened if we exercise it. In James 2, from 17 to 24, James teaches on faith and how faith by itself, if it's not accompanied by action, it's dead. And he goes on and he says, I will show you my faith by the works that I do. James was addressing the Jewish Christians at this time in this book who had been scattered and had been dispersed amongst the nations of their world at that time. And these Jewish Christians have got so involved in the world around them that they began to be lazy in exercising their faith. So James was addressing it and he, he was saying to them that if you have faith, it needs to be seen in what you do. It needs to be seen in your works. God does not need perfect people to accomplish his will. He just wants people who are willing to take that first step of faith. We do not do works to receive salvation or to receive the love of God. We do works because we love him and we want to please him. When we are exercising our faith by reaching out to others, by stepping out and helping the poor, by encouraging others, we are revealing the very heart and character of God for his heart is for people. But the scariest part of stepping out in faith, especially in times like this, is realizing that we have to let go of the comfort and convenience that we have known of the past season. Now it's not so comfortable to actually take these steps of faith in the times we are living in. But Jesus in Matthew chapter 12, he said to the disciples when they stopped him and they said to him, your brothers and sisters are at the door. He said to them, my brothers and sisters are those who do the will of the Father. And in Matthew 7, verse 24, when he was teaching on the wise and the foolish men who built their house on the rock and they built their house on the sand, he said that the wise men are those who hear the words of God, of Jesus, and put them into practice. There is a practice. There is a practicing of our faith. There is a doing of our faith that we need to be exercising in order to be strengthened in our faith. Lockdown is not about withdrawing into our own worlds. It's, it's about reaching out and showing our faith in new ways. And we need to find what will work for you. For some, it may be just a WhatsApp text. For others, it may be phoning people, praying for people over the phone, exercising your prophetic gifting by prophesying encouragement and hope in people around you, but reaching out because the word that God has said over you has not been put aside because of the times we are living in. They are still active and God still wants to work with us and he wants to work through us to reach his people.
The third thing that we need to be doing in order to strengthen our faith during times like this is to speak to our faith to make it grow. There is power in the spoken word. Proverbs 18 verse 21 in the NIV, it says that the tongue has the power of life and death and those who love it will eat its fruit. The sad thing is, especially in the days we are living in today, they are filled with the negative. So much negative has been spoken about as the coronavirus still takes center stage. But we can choose life simply by the words we speak. We have a wonderful opportunity to release life into our situation and into the hearts of those who are feeling hopeless by speaking about the good things we can still be thankful about. 1 Thessalonians 5 in verse 16 to 18 in the ESV, it says, Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. No matter what our circumstances are, no matter what hardship we are going through, we can strengthen our faith during times like this with a heart of thanksgiving and speaking forth our faith. Thankfulness is God's will for us. Speak to our faith with words of thanks, thankfulness and praise and watch our faith grow. Something that is in the body of Christ at this time has been an encouragement to us prophetically to decree God's word and to declare God's word. We need to decree God's promises over our lives. We need to declare his promises and, his, and decree his character and his ways, but speak forth the word of God because that will strengthen our faith. The fourth thing that we can do in order to strengthen our faith during these times is to free our faith from fear and doubt. Mark 9 and verse 20 to 24, the father who had his demon-possessed son brought his child to, the, to Jesus because the, the disciples couldn't cast the demon out. And he says to Jesus, if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. And Jesus answers him and says to him, if you can, all things are possible for one who believes. Immediately the father of the child cries out and says, I believe, help me, help my unbelief. All things are possible for one who believes. The enemy of our faith is fear and unbelief or doubt. They are the enemies of our faith because both faith and fear cannot stay in our hearts at the same time. If we fear something, that means we have had to let go of some aspect or truth or belief of God and his character so that we can accommodate that fear. We had to let go of something of God in order to have that fear in our heart because fear is simply the result of a wrong focus and a misdirected faith. We need to refocus on God and who he is and what he has said and direct our faith, what we believe, in that direction. As we feed our faith, fear will starve and die. But we are, we are feeding our faith with all the what-ifs and the negative reports and all these conspiracy theories. Then fear will certainly fill our hearts and faith will die. I was asked the other day about the question on one of these conspiracy theories that are floating around. 
And I just want to assure us that God is still on the throne. He is working out his plans and purposes way above what man is even thinking of. And it's not the time to fill our hearts and our minds and our thoughts with what is happening in the world and the conspiracies and all these theories that are going around. It is time to focus on Jesus, his word, and have faith in what he is doing and fill our hearts and our minds on what he is doing and what he is saying so that our faith can stay strong in times like this. During the US Civil War, Abraham Lincoln met with a group of ministers at a prayer breakfast. And one of the ministers says to him, Mr. President, let us pray that God is on our side. But Lincoln's response showed a far greater insight. He says, no, gentlemen, let us pray that we are on God's side. Whose side are we on? Whose report will we believe? The side we are agreeing with is the side we are on. So if you are agreeing with what the enemy is saying, that is the side you've chosen to stay on. But if we agree with what God is saying to us, what God says in his word, our faith gets strengthened and that is the side we are on. Responding in faith does not make things easy. Responding in faith does not make our hardships go away, but it makes things possible. Faith does not operate in the realm of the possible. There is no glory for God in that which is humanly possible. Faith begins where man's power ends. I heard a story of this house, this family, whose house was on fire. The roof was burning and the house was burning and the family got out except for the little boy. And he eventually made his way to the top onto the roof. And all he could see was fire and smoke and, and his father was at the bottom saying to him, son, jump, I will catch you. But the son, the, the son looked down and all he could see. And the father knew that if the son did not jump, he would, be, he would die because that roof was going to collapse. And he kept saying, son, jump. And the, father, the, the son kept saying, but father, I cannot see you. All I'm seeing is this fire and the smoke. I cannot see you. And the father answers him, but he says, but I can see you, and that is all that matters. We don't know what life will look like in the coming months, but in the midst of what is happening around us, God sees you, and that is all that matters. Let us strengthen our faith and ask God to develop in us a faith to believe in him in what he is doing, and that what, as we believe in him, he makes things all possible. It is a wonderful opportunity for us as the church of God, as the bride of Christ, to rise up in our faith and do great exploits for him. Mm -hmm.